What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the broadcast brought to you by Onyx Hunt Maps. A little, uh, little late on this Tipsy Tuesday due to being sick. So hopefully uh, everybody is like staying healthy out there and um, doesn't get whatever the heck we got, which was negative for COVID, but whatever it was, it was not good. Um, so anyways, uh, some, I guess one thing, uh, since I've talked to you last, my, uh, doll sheep film has been released by first light. It was a uh, six hour hunt in association with first light and it's up on the first light YouTube. So if you just go onto YouTube and it's down in the show notes too, but um, if you just go to YouTube and you, I think if you just put in Jordan bud or behind the gun, it's called behind the gun. And, uh, it's not <clears throat> exactly like a, you know, a day by day video through the, um, through the sheep pot, but it is, uh, it's a good video. They did a good job with it. So pretty happy with it. Um, so yeah, that's up, uh, some latest episodes. I did one talking a little bit about hunt mentality. Um, just got on with, uh, a buddy of mine talking about guiding, which was, uh, Tom Sellows talking about, uh, the, it's called guide talk. And, uh, yeah, so we got on and, and, uh, chatted about a bunch of things with guiding and preparing and there's a bunch of gear stuff on there too. And, and yeah, it was a good episode. So, um, new Rockside articles up. We have the Swaro NL Pure versus the Swaro EL Range TA binoculars. Travis, uh, did that one. And then, uh, I wanted to do a throwback too, and of just like back to the basics, uh, the Moffitts in Alaska did one called clothing systems, basically a very basic like run through of clothing systems, um, how to layer things like that. It's always good to go back to the, the basics and, um, sometimes with different pieces we can get like so caught up in it. I think that, uh, we can forget pretty much how simple it is. So it's always good to go back and, and get kind of a refresher. Uh, so on to some hot news, uh, Wyoming, reduces uh, the number of their antelope and their mule deer tags. And uh, I was talking to a buddy about this just a couple of weeks ago, oh, three weeks ago. And, and uh, you know, he was saying basically what they're saying in this article is that, like, elk, uh, the elk numbers are skyrocketing, really. Um, they're really booming, which is taking away, um, which is, like, taking away uh, feed for mule deer and antelope. Elk are just more aggressive. They're going to outcompete them, and it's just kind of the way it is. So, with all of that type of stuff, plus you've got like <clears throat> EHD around areas, um, you've got a drought happening, which is you know cutting down the uh, just the forage available, and you know the elk are just outcompeting them. Um, you know, you add in like some other things. Habitat is being taken away. Um, you know, like wintering habitats being taken away with like housing developments and like solar going up, uh, wind farms, like all this stuff is like, it's a lot of things combining in that are like really putting a damper on it. So while I'm in Game of Fish, uh, they're going to cut the number of antelope licenses by 8,000 and mule deer licenses by 3,300. So uh, for the 2022 season, um, but they're going to be up in the elk tags to, um, try to, you know, give a little relief to mule deer and antelope, um, by trying to cut some of those elk populations because 
they are like over over objective in I would say most of the everything that I've read they're um over objective on the elk for a lot of the things so you know with mule deer and antelope something to think about I guess with this is just like um you know people are complaining about a lot of things like overcrowding and all this stuff and how there's not that much opportunity anymore well this isn't helping so get on board with something like mule deer foundation um there are a lot of other like you know muley fanatics there's a lot of other uh organizations out there that are like helping do things that are going to help like I say I would say mule deer in general mule deer just get a lot of a lot of um they get a lot of eyes on them or um people love them so of course they want to help them uh you know do something that is gonna like either keep their habitat intact without getting developed um get you know more habitat for them um habitat improvement things like that i mean all this kind of stuff we're gonna have to like step it up and and help with otherwise like we're not gonna we're not gonna have them anymore or at least the opportunity is gonna continue to dwindle so there you go it's my short rant for the day all right on to the next article senate uh, is considering the Chronic Wasting Disease Research and Management Act. So basically what this is going to do, they are currently reviewing this act, and it would call for an annual investment of $70 million, million through the fiscal year of 2028 for CWD management and research projects. So uh, <clears throat> the bill calls for $35 million per year for research and another $35 million for management, which would focus on CWD detection methods, ways to reduce CWD, and determine why the disease continues to spread, as well as surveillance and testing in areas with high concentrations and new outbreaks. So, um, I'm assuming that we'll just, uh, that'll be coming in more. Um, as far as, uh, like updates on that, as that thing progresses down. So, uh, on to Utah, this is kind of a damper, um, for deer, uh, as far as talking about these articles, Utah is also decreasing the number of general season deer permits for the 2022 season. So, um, you know, just citing the drought and declining mule deer numbers for, reasons that are probably a hell of a lot like Wyoming, like elk over objective. Um, there's a lot of things just competing for forage and mule deer just aren't that aggressive and they're not gonna, um, they're losing. So, uh, Utah, um, this fella by the name, he's a, the big game coordinator, Covey Jones says, we've had several years of drought and are still facing ongoing extreme drought conditions statewide, which has a significant impact on survival rates um, of deer. So says uh, the state's current management plan objective calls for over 400,000 deer. The current count is about 305,000 according to the agency. And because of this drop, um, the total number of general season deer permits available is going to go down to 73,075, which is good Lord, a lot. Um, but then uh, that is a 950 permit decrease uh, compared to last year. So 
the uh, the impact is going to take place in 13 of the 29 deer hunting units across the state. So pretty uh, substantial there. And then lastly here, something that's been, you know, a hot topic we've been covering it here is uh, corner crossing. So <clears throat> three of the four hunters, uh, they are now facing new charges. And basically, it I think it got dismissed out of uh, this last year's, but then the hunters had said that they had been going there for quite a number of years. So they just went ahead and they're charging them again uh, with trespassing for the 2020 season. So I'm not really sure the strategy on that, but that is what is happening on the corner crossing case. And uh, also in Wyoming, the antelope and deer deadline is coming right up here the 31st. So couple weeks and that application will need to be submitted um gosh what else here okay <clears throat> hot minute is going to be sh- super short and sweet um a couple of new things i'm i'm excited to use uh gear wise a new boot i'm looking at i haven't even tried it on yet but i've played with it in the store uh the crispy altitude shoe if you like a light and fast, pretty flexible shoe, but still gives you some support, uh, go give that thing a look. I'm, I'm excited to um, to use it for like scouting and then some of the lower country stuff this year. Um, and then Argali's new shelters that are coming out. they got a four-person and a two-person. They are floorless. Each of them have an insert option. They have stove jack. Um, they pitch like a... Uh, <clears throat> they're a pyramid style, so you set like your four corners on the bottom, throw a pole in it, and then tie your guy up points, and you're good to go. Um, that setup is really easy to set up. It takes out a lot of the guesswork. You don't have some crazy shape going on that you're trying to to pitch and <clears throat> taking forever to set it up. You just uh, set your four points, throw a pole in it, and you're you're good to go. So super excited with those. Um, coming out, I think that there's going to be a new shipment getting here very soon. So if you haven't looked at those, go give them a go give them a gander. Um, so on to uh, you know our Onyx tip of the week. I my big tip for people is to just go check out the Onyx blog um, when they come out with new updates and things. They post it there on that blog and give you more of a how to of how to do it. There's a ton of stuff on the blog from like using your maps to, um, you know, overall tips and tactics that you can tie your maps into. So go check those out. I just re-upped my subscription for the Elite membership. Um, We are going to be hunting Montana, hopefully Wyoming, um, Nebraska, and Idaho this year. So we got uh, four states, and the Elite lets you keep everything in one spot as far as your maps and your pins and all that stuff. Um... I've been using my iPad. I use my iPad for flying, but if uh, I have it and I don't really use it for anything other than that, so I put Onyx on that, and then I've been taking that with me, like, in the vehicle, so I can, like, save a whole bunch of maps on that and, like, the big, like, overall maps, Um, and then keep it in the vehicle, and it's just a bigger screen, easier to look at, um, when you're like driving around trying to find access points or whatever. And then when I, um, go in the field, I still have it on my phone. I can set pins and the pins, uh, everything talks back and forth to each other. And when I get home and I'm like debriefing what we saw, 
or whatever, I can get on my computer on Onyx and all the pins update on there automatically. So that's a really good feature. I love it. The integration portion of it. If you use code ROTCAST to check out, you'll get 20% off. So go check it out. And then uh, Black Rifle Coffee, just a staple, a real staple for the backcountry and then here at home. <clears throat> so if you use code uh, ROCKSLIDE for 20%, uh, if you use code ROCKSLIDE at checkout, you'll get 20% off with Black Rifle Coffee. That is a one-time use per customer. Probably our current favorite is the AK Espresso. And then ActiveJunkie.com. Definitely a new favorite of mine to uh, to shop through. So basically what it is, ActiveJunkie.com. You get on, you sign up for a free account, and what they do is if you purchase through one of their brands or retailers that works with their website, you will get cash back through Active Junkie. And that is not like a point system where it's like, oh, you spend this much money, you're going to get X amount back in points that you have to use with one of our retailers or brands. It is like cash back. They'll send it uh, to your house in check form or they will deposit it into your PayPal account. And so that's straight up cash. Really good way to stack on with coupons and save a bunch of money. So, uh, for example, they've got like, they have retailers like uh, Cabela's, um, Sportsman's Warehouse, a lot of the like outdoor retailers that we all uh, have products that we all love to use. They also have like Nike, they have Lowe's, which is pretty sweet. Um, Sierra Trading Post, tons of brands and retailers, there's like 1,500 of them. So what you do, you get on, sign up for a free account. If you want to purchase something, let's say through Sportsman's Warehouse, you just go ahead, click on Sportsman's Warehouse. It's going to push you through to the original uh, Sportsman's Warehouse uh, online store. You're going to go through, purchase whatever it is that you want. Um, Sportsman's Warehouse will ship it to you. You make the purchase just like usual. Nothing's weird there. And then they'll send it to you and you get it. And then I believe every 90 days, Active Junkie uh, issues out those um, cash back that program. So uh, you'll get cash back. If you stack on with coupons and stuff from Sportsman's Warehouse, you can really get some really stellar deals on things like that. So go check them out. Um, www.activejunkie.com. Go forward slash rock slide. They've got an awesome landing page set up for us that has, you know, some selected brands and retailers that we all use and love. So go check that out. And then we have firstlight.com. Been using Firstlight clothing for a really long time and um, really happy with some of the new stuff <clears throat> they're coming out with and the direction that they're headed. I think uh, everybody's going to gonna love some of the new offerings coming up. And we've talked about the Omen Rain Gear, which is new for this year. And then we've talked about the Origin Hoodie, which is new for this year. They also just came out with some new lifestyle apparel. And even pant-wise, I like the guide lights and then the Corkit guide pants in solid colors for like everyday working stuff. Super comfy. They look good. And they're just comfy. So go check those out. And that is all I have for you on this fine Wednesday for the Tipsy Tuesday. So i uh, got some new episodes coming to you soon. And uh, yeah, if you have any suggestions or requests, send them to jordan at rockslide.com or Instagram me, jordan.bud, 
and I'll talk to you guys on the next one.